That's the podcast coach for December 16th, 2023. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. And a little later, we'll be picking. No, we won't. Oh, it was so good. I was going to have the wheel of names, but it wasn't set up. Oh, well. We'll be picking our, our favorite awesome supporter in just a bit. But uh, here to help me. Answer your questions. The one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Always a danceable Saturday here on Ask the Podcast Coach. And thanks to everybody who comes out and listens live and on the podcast as well. We're having unseasonably warm weather here in Ohio. It's in the 50s, which in uh, December is awesome. And the way we celebrate that, of course, is by drinking some coffee. Oh, yeah. Coffee is so good. Can you pour me? We can pour pour some coffee. And of course, that coffee is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If you want to look good, let's face it, they see you before they hear you. And um, Mark has done work for me for Ask the Podcast Coach, the School of Podcasting, and the Podcast Rodeo Show. And uh, I love every single one of those pieces of artwork. He's got a ton over at his website again. That's podcastbranding.co. And he doesn't do just artwork. He can do a whole website. If you need a lead magnet, a PDF, anything that you want to look good, he can do. And the beautiful thing about Mark is not only is he an award-winning graphic artist, but he's also a podcaster. So you don't have to explain what it is. And he's going to sit down with you one-on-one to make sure that your marketing is alignment from the artwork to your website. Everything's just going to be in maximum effect to really connect with your audience. So when you're ready to look good, there's only one place to go. That's podcastbranding.co. Big thanks to our good friend Dan LeFebvre over there based on a true story at based on a true story podcast.com. If you haven't checked that out in a while, he's got some new episodes for you this week. W.E. Young Winston and the right stuff. You should just watch it for the right stuff. That was a great movie. Dan does a bang up job over there. And uh, you if you, it's holiday season, you might have some extra hours. You might need some things to catch up on. Check it out based on a true story podcast.com. Dan, thanks for your sponsorship. And uh, just to follow up on last week, how you feeling? Oh, yeah. I was going to say big thanks to everybody. I got lots of great notes of encouragement. Yesterday, the brain fog lifted, which is amazing. Like all of a sudden, you just feel like a curtain has been lifted from your brain. And you're like, oh, I can think more than two thoughts in a row. <laughs> this is pretty great. So that that felt good. And then uh, just some soreness. I probably have two. I had a post-op physical yesterday, and I probably got two or three weeks still of healing to do to get everything. But slowly the systems are coming back online. So thanks to everybody who uh, your nice thoughts, your positive thoughts, prayers, all those things. Uh, f- uh, for, and I heard from many of you. So thank you for that. Appreciate it, Dave. Yeah, the... Um I haven't, I, I don't have scissors, so we can't do an unboxing, but I did have a, uh, I, I got a present yesterday. This is the, I don't even know the name of the brand. It's the ZS10 Pro. I got some in-ear monitors, uh, oh. and, and this is from, I got these from the guy, Alec Johnson, that teaches uh 
Ecamm Live and Stream Decks and things like that. And he was in this 47 bucks. I was like much cheaper than headphones. The plan is to um, do more video in 2024. And not that I hate my giant headphones on my head, but that'll look cooler. And the other, here's two updates from companies. Number one, Elgato, I was kind of bummed because I ordered it in November and they said it'll be in December. And I was like, oh, you, you didn't say that on your website. And then when I logged in December to see what day in December, it said April. And I was not happy. And so I emailed them and said, hey, I'm not happy. And they said, oh, and I still don't get this. They said, that's our global ship date. Yours will be coming in December. And I got a thing yesterday that said it has been shipped. So that's exciting. <laughs> Yeah. What a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you complained and they found one. Yes. Uh, so I thought that was cool. The other thing that's cool is I am wearing my new Rode uh, NTH 100. KZ is the brand on that, by the uh, way. Those, thank those you. KZ. Because my old headphones, the what they have this weird thing. They have this bracket on the NTH. This is from Rode. And they have these little things that switch. You you move your headphone and then they lock in place. And on the inside, this is just plastic. And so when you have your headphone in here, there's a little bit of pressure, especially when your head is too big like mine. And so it's always kind of really pushing these headphones to the, the max. And apparently I'm not the only one. This is the second time this has happened, which again, I blame on my giant noggin. But I, I emailed them and said, hey, these broke. They're like, can you send us a picture? And they're like, yeah, okay, we're sending you new ones. And I was like, well, that's cool. So there's, it's one thing when things go bad with a company, but if they can turn around and make it a, you know, turn a, a negative into a positive, I am more road loyal than I was. You know, I could say, oh, these guys suck. Their stuff breaks. But uh, they're well aware of it. They're like, yeah, I, my guess is if they ever come out with another pair of headphones, it'll have a different design because it, it didn't sound like it happens a lot, but it sounds like I was not the only person to experience this problem, being that it's happened to me twice now. Um, so they, twice they've sent me a new pair. So I was really worried because I thought, oh, this is, you know, and they're like, no, nope, you're good. You know, and I didn't even have to send these back. The first time I had to send the old ones back. And they're like, nah, just, you know, so I got an, I guess if I wanted to get some duct tape out, I could always use them. <laughs> As a spare, because, you know, duct tape fixes everything. Well, I, well, duct tape and electrical tape. I mean, I had some uh, Jabra uh, 45s, I think, or 40s, something yeah. in that series. And um, I got them right before the pandemic. And two years in that spot, that's the weak spot, right, yeah. on, on headphones, right? It broke. Uh, you know, the piece came apart. And I could just hold, clamp it together. And then I just took some electrical tape or wrapped it around the side. It's still like it's still working today. We're two two more years down the road, and uh, it's working fine. So a little, um, little black electrical tape that reminds me, Dave. I've I've been meaning to do this for the longest time. These are this the Audio Technica Technica BPHS one. We talk about these, yeah, the, maybe two fifty uh... or so. Yeah, I use them for work now. Actually, they're really great. They're really great, like Zoom call. Mm -hmm. You know, you get good. And I run it through. Uh, an M audio yeah. audio interface for it. that's for fairly inexpensive to do it. Ed Ed had uh, given me the link for it, but I never replaced the ear pads. These are really thin ear pads, and oh. so that speaker sits right on your ears. Or at least me, I have giant ears. Let's yeah. just be really clear, I have massive ears. So I need to. I probably need to spend a little time and and go ahead and purchase the the. They have a 
they have fat, you know, fatter or thicker ones that you can get for these that will get them, they'll lift them off the air a little bit. Is The more I use them, the probably the better that would be. But you got to get, I think you got to work. The, the trick for me with equipment and podcasting is figure out early what doesn't work for you. Fix it. <laughs> Spend whatever it takes to fix it because you're going to use it for a while. I have suffered through equipment you know, a year or two later, you're like, oh, I still haven't fixed that. <laughs> like, hey, you know, you should have just fixed it two years ago when you had the chance. So I need to be better at just fix it in the beginning, get it the way you really like it, and then it'll last you, you know, forever, whatever, however long these things last. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, here's a, I saw this question and I was like, I think we're going to start with this one because when I ooh. saw it, I was like, ooh, that sounds painful. Uh, because somebody did an idea that I've suggested. I've done this before. And that is, hey, I have a uh, question for the group. I want to get feedback from my listeners. So I created a Google form and put the link in the show notes. I also stated at the top of the show that we're looking for feedback so we can create content that's important to them, the listener. And everyone that fills out the form will be entered in for a chance to win a $50 gift card uh, to the gaming platform of their choice, we're a video game podcast. I ran this for two weeks now and haven't gotten any engagement. Uh, what do you all do to get engagement and feedback from your listeners? And when I saw that, I was like, that sounds painful. Uh, two weeks is not that long, but to get, I guess it depends on, this is as always with every podcast, it's always, it depends, because if you only have 20 listeners, I'm not sure what 3% of 20 is, not much. 10% uh, is two. So yeah, not many, it's like a half a person. So that may be the case, maybe you just don't, because 50 bucks, I would fill out something for a chance to win 50 bucks uh, for a gift card. I don't know, what, 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 what's your thoughts here, Jim? I, I mean, I, sh I think that ship has sailed. Mm. I think this, hey, come and win, you know, tweet, do these three tweets. Yeah. I, I should be careful because I have some friends that still do this. But, um, you know, do th do three tweets, do four things on Facebook and a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and you get each one of those as a chance and then we'll draw them at random. And I think people are just too busy. They're just like, I, I don't want to. And I, I, I'm even questioning the giveaway stuff. I mean, you know, hey, uh, give me your email address, and well, you know, you you could win this. I I think most people are like, I got enough stuff. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I just it just doesn't seem to be the giveaways. Just don't seem to be the draw that they. I could be wrong there, by the way, and I would be I'd be happy if I was wrong, but it just doesn't seem like those are the those are what they used to be, right? Yeah, it's. I know I ran into if somebody was doing something, and it was one of those. I think it's. It's an app sumo, King Sumo, I think it is. And if you follow us, you get yeah. it was Ecamp did it. And they had they had yeah. done something with a sponsor. So it was like if you do this, you get a chance to win some sort of gear. And it was like if you follow them on Twitter, you do this. If you tweet this out, you get two points. So you got more entries. And I was like and I looked at it. I, I started to do it, and I was like, you know what? Never mind. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't need the yeah. gear, you know? Oh, it's a lot to one, one on the back end. There, it's a lot to manage. It's a lot to make sure it's fair. If it's physical <laughs> things, then yeah, I saw that. If it's physical stuff, then you got to ship it. You got to think about international shipping. In some cases, 
it's not even worth it to ship it internationally. In some cases, you can't. So, you know, it, 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 there's all these rules. There's sweepstakes rules. In some countries, you've got to be worried about what you can and can't do. I think it just got kind of complicated. I think the rules caught up to the practice. And I, I just don't see a lot of um, that happening anymore. I, I still contend, Dave, that if you just ask for their feedback, you'll get it. <laughs> just say, hey, send me a note. And not everybody's going to do it. I mean, I have 500 listeners on Home Gadget Geeks, and I have a couple people who email me on a regular basis. It's good enough. It's what I've got, right? And uh, I, I just, but ask, just ask for it. I don't, I don't know if we need to trick people into it anymore. Yeah, I've, I'm always worried that, and, and it'd be weird because if some new person stumbled across your show, well, then they're going to leave feedback because they just want the 50 bucks. Like they could say anything. Great show. Love the host, right? That's okay. Give me my 50 bucks. So that, yeah, I just, it's, it's hard. I know I've done surveys. I usually try to do a survey a year, just like, what would you like to rehear and this and that? And it's, it's not a ton. The other thing you made a great point, of course, when you become an awesome supporter, you get an awesome supporter coaster, which costs me, you know, next to nothing to make thanks to our good friends at sticker mule. But it's like, I want to say it was almost four bucks to ship this because I had, I ran out of like normal envelopes. And so I grabbed one of my ones that I shipped my book in and it was like, wow, this is like, 10 times the cost of the coaster yeah. to yeah. send it to. So I'm not well, complaining for the record, but just. No, 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 no. But that's the other side of it, right? When you, you, you think like in that particular case, you know, you're like, and this thing cost me a nickel and I'm spending $5, you know, to send it. And, and I, you know, I don't know. We, we made little, I had um, a listener make 3D printed home gadget yeah. geek little badges, right? We've talked about that before. And I thought they'd be a bigger hit than they were among my Patreon subscribers. And when I went to go out to say, hey, do you want one? They're like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh. Uh, so, so I, yeah, like I said, I, I don't know if that's a thing anymore for a lot of people. They're kind of like, I got enough stuff. Yeah. You know? I did that with the coasters. I'm like, hey, thanks, everybody, for who wants a coaster? And they all went, now we're good. Like, you know, that's like with me with coffee mugs. Like, you should be sending Jim coffee mugs. I do not drink that much coffee. I do use them for hot chocolate in the winter, but I'm I'm not a coffee drinker. But uh, um, John Jamingo says, yeah, do something they don't like. Oh, you'll get lots of feedback. Ask uh, for true. what they like, and you get crickets. And I'm like, yeah, unfortunately, that is kind of true. Uh, Jeremy has uh, this. He says, we collect feedback from any source, whether it's YouTube, Discord, social mm -hmm. media, anywhere the audience is. Yeah, a lot of times I – that's why I hang out in all these different groups and uh, Rich is saying, yep, big brands still do a ton of merch giveaways. Man, radio is still doing the phrase that pays. I actually heard that on actual radio. And they're like, just in time for the holidays, the phrase that pays. And I was like, I'll believe anything you say in a deep voice man kind of voice. But it was, I was like, wow, they're still doing And it was, you know, uh, the one was like way too much work because you have to listen in the morning. And then in here in the afternoon, they're going to give you another clue, and then one in the drive time. And if you submit all three, you get like five thousand dollars. And I'm like, would well, you have to buy your listeners? Like you have to make. <laughs> just seemed kind of. Well, that's that's what you're doing. <laughs> that's yeah. what you're doing, right? And the big in the listen, the big brands have product that is they're they're they have a wide distribution market. They're they know how to do this very well. It's part of their marketing budgets. 
it's easier. It's so, you know, you think about Coke or, yeah. you know, any of those big brands, they have all those things set in place to be able to do that easily. Um, and, and to do it well, I think a, a, an exception maybe Dave to that is meetups. When we, we used yeah. to do in-person meetups all the time in our tech community, and then we would bring stuff and give it away. And that was a little bit different. Like it was a lot easier to give away stickers and yeah. get, give away things uh, at those. We'd have, you know, Microsoft and Drobo and Synology send stuff to give away, right? Nice. Send marketing things to give away and people would take them. But it was an in-person thing. It was a lot, it was yeah. a lot different than, you know, hey, do all these things for me and I'll give you this stuff. Yeah. Randy says his coaster is a cherished item. It sits right on my desk to see anytime I take a seat. The custom note on the back from Dave was nice as well. There you go. And well, I got that sweet coaster yeah. from uh, from Dan, from Dan over Dan. there based on True Story Podcast. Yeah. So it's super cool. Yeah, these are. And this is like a little bit of an upgrade, Dave. You, know, you got that paper one. This is. I don't think it is, but this feels like leather. It does. You know? It looks like I'm leather. almost afraid to put a cup on it because you're like, <laughs> I don't want to stain it. It's beautiful. <laughs> don't put a ring on the coaster. Um, yeah i just i don't really want i'm just gonna throw it in the <laughs> you need the sound effect like letterman psh, you know oh yeah yeah I miss right. letterman uh jeremy says we've also been collecting things over the last year or so to do a big giveaway because it's our 10th anniversary well congratulations on that um and with our audience see there's another key thing with his audience giveaways work so it may be you know i had a a show called weekly web tools and the whole point was, hey, audience, share whatever tool you're using and get some exposure for your website because we're assuming you have one. And I'm here to tell you that audience was the least engaged ever until I said, I think I'm going to shut her down. And they're like, no, we love the show. And I'm like, well, if you love the show, why aren't you like sending in your favorite tool? So uh, Craig says we feature voice feedback in the podcast and comment on it. Yep. People like to hear their message featured. Yep. And if you... If you can't get people to do that, have your cousin call in a question, kind of prime the pump. Um, that's worked. And then uh, another Craig says, giveaways are great, but it can make relationships. Uh, uh, but they, I know he, he uh, let's see here. He corrected it, yeah. Yeah, with listeners mm -hmm. on a uh, a little transaction. Yeah, a little bit. They, they can make the... Well, what are they coming for? Are they coming to hear you or are they coming for the, you know, the, the gadgets that you're giving away or are they right? I, I mean, I think yeah. that's kind of the heart of the matter. It's like, okay, so if I stop giving away things, will they keep listening? You know, what are they coming for? I think yeah. is what Craig. Yeah. Point can be here. What's yeah. the next giveaway? What's the phrase that pays this Boy, week? Yeah. You haven't given something away in a while. I mean, you must be getting pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah. Yeah, there you go, John. We had a listener in the the room. I loved Weekly Web Tools. It came, it got rebranded to Web Tools Radio because it definitely wasn't weekly anymore. And I now do it as a when I feel like it schedule and when I find something cool. But that was the 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 thing that killed that show was I think I talked about every web tool that I thought was cool, and I would just I just started putting out episodes. I'm like, this one's not bad. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to really be talking about things that are like, here's something very meh. And I was like, yeah, that's enough of that show. So that was uh, the end of that. But uh, you mentioned Coke uh, earlier as a sponsor, which means it's time for one of these. And now it's time for a power rant. Yeah, I, 
I am very tired. And here's the problem. They are influencing other podcasters. I am tired of bad celebrity podcasts. Um, the, the thing that's bad about celebrity podcasts is, you know, all these companies like Spotify paid bazillions of dollars to people that nobody have ever heard of. They did these highly really produced shows and, and many of them failed. And then they started getting celebrities, which many of them failed as well, but some of them didn't. And so the celebrity brings in the audience and the problem is I keep listening to these and especially the first five minutes are awful. I listened to uh, the Kelsey brothers, Travis, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Jason. Jason. They're both these pro football guys. You you may have heard of Travis Kelsey because he's dating Taylor Swift. And so I'm listening to it. It starts off with a commercial. They play the quick 10-second sound clip that it took them forever to find where they're going like, but dude, what if it was tipped? Oh, my God. Oh, dude. And then they played... Uh, I think another, then they did their intro, which had an ad because it's some sort of smuckers chewable thing. And then they, they, to their credit, they did a table of contents of what they're going to get to. But before they did that, and that's the phrase that pays right there. That's the one that'll get you. Hey, before we talk about that, said the guy who does ads at the beginning of a show, but they taught, they, they didn't do an ad. They did. They talked for a long time about, they have their own custom starter jacket. And so in five minutes, they never got to the content. And I was mm. like, ugh. And it was just a lot of like, dude. Oh, and oh, and then when they're talking about the starter jacket, they're like, well, didn't you have a, because uh, they're both from Ohio, right? So they're like, well, didn't you have a Browns one? Yeah. And then I had one that wasn't a Brown one. And the guy was like, oh, was it, uh, you know, Houston? No. Was it something? No. Was it something? No. Like literally this went on for like 20 seconds. And he was like, oh, it was a Yankees jacket. And I was like, but meanwhile, I'm dying to hear because both of them lost. Both of them lost the previous week. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I want to hear them talk. And, and Philadelphia got spanked on national TV, like 64 to something. It was bad. There's been some really bad football on, on TV recently. And I wanted to hear the behind the scenes of like, how do you deal with, you know, losing on a national stage and you know, five minutes in, they're not even close to getting to any of that. So keep that in mind. They, they kind of get a little bit of a pass maybe, or people just hit fast forward, which if I hadn't been listening, I would have easily skipped. No, all that of. audience, Dave loves that stuff. Yeah. They, they listen, they're not, we're not their target audience. Yeah. Cause he's, like, he's 30 something. Travis. Is. Yeah. And let's, let's remember the NFL is a merch machine right? Its whole job is to create sales through advertising and merchandise. And so, you know, I mean, shoot, I'm where <laughs> I'm wearing an NFL merch, right? Uh, a hoodie today. Um, and it happens to be Kansas city chiefs and Travis. Right. So this is not a sponsored ad by any, <laughs> any means. We're not, we're not sponsored by either one of those, but, um, it's a merch machine. And so it doesn't surprise me that they would spend and, and the, the listeners love that stuff. You know, the, the biggest merch machine on the planet is Taylor Swift. I mean, yeah, that girl sells merch. I mean, she puts out one album, makes six versions of it that they're all different. The music's the same album's different, but the album covers, and you can take the album covers and put them together and make a clock. 
and, seriously, and you wow. can don't ask me how don't ask me how I know this. And you, <laughs> hey, you have grandkids. You can blame just it on say them. It. I have a daughter who's just in love with it. Now my wife is in love with Taylor Swift, so yeah. I'm 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 getting a hit from both sides. But she's a merch machine, and she just listen. No one understands how to sell merch better than than her. So yeah, I think if you want if you if you want to figure out like by the way if you want lessons on how to do community merch. There's nobody better than Taylor Swift. Yeah. So take some take some lessons from her, but um, yeah, so it doesn't surprise me. That's kind of a you get started. They love the listeners love that stuff. I mean, everybody loves Travis. He's just well that that was me you know, from what I've seen him on. He's had little appearances on SNL. He's mm-hmm. his commercials are always kind of funny, and I was like, oh, I, could, I should kind of like these. And you know, and I see clips on YouTube of shorts where he's interviewing people. And it sounds like he has great interviews just the first five minutes. Now, again, if I wasn't listening to review it, I would have easily skipped this. Yeah. And maybe that's, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Did just, you go, did you get farther on to see if they did? I've never listened to the podcast. No, I, they, it, they, it five they minutes, they still hadn't got to anything. And I was like, all right, that's about, you know, that's where my patient runs out. And so. No, 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 right on. I, but they, they definitely, well, and they're in a spot now too. You know, they started that podcast a couple of years ago and barely anyone knew, well, I shouldn't say barely. Travis was yeah. the big deal. No one knew who Jason was. It's, it's his big, it's his big brother. Right. And, and so, but now, I mean, it's, I cannot believe their listenership went from. Oh Yeah. yeah. And his his merch sale, to, you know, yeah. jerseys oh. of eighty seven went through the roof, you know. Because too bad it wasn't eighty nine though. How awesome would it have been if Travis Kelsey five or yeah. eight years ago when he entered the because you know Taylor Swift's got an album called eighty. Ah, uh, uh, see that would have been be even better. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that would have been. I I could tell by the look on your face you had no idea. No, like, I'm like eighty nine. Like what? Um, John Jamingo, who is one of the biggest Eagles fans on the planet. Um, he says, I'm a fan of the New Heights podcast. Uh, of course he would be, because I'm an Eagles fan. Dave is 100% correct. He says, I drag right to where they talk about the game. Yeah. And that's yeah. the part I didn't. Like I said, if I was listening per normal, I would have. Listen, but, we pimp a lot of merch up front. Like, I mean, yeah. not a lot, but like our, our content's front loaded too. So we're, we're not, we're not, uh, we're guilty of that yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. If I, I was coaching but, myself, I'd be like, what are you doing an ad for? You know, but we try, I mean, it's, you're to the content in three minutes and that's, you know, a little longer than usual. But I mean, the reason, the reason I have this, right, the whole music for this, it's a minute. Like, otherwise I'd be doing a Leo Laporte ad going, well, let's talk more about Mark, you know. Oh, that's actually a good, that's actually a good tip. You know, one of the things you've gotten really good at, and yeah, your ad is similar. You mix it up from time to time, but you can hear, and I can too. You can hear in the music when it's getting to the end, yeah. right? And you've gotten really good at the timing on that to get it down. So that's a good. There's a good podcasting tip if you want to keep your host ridden at ridden spoken ads in um in, in a certain time period. Boy, that music trick is is awesome. Yeah, yeah I done spoked it good. So there you go, uh, Daniel J. Lewis, very helpful guy. Says, I'll take one for the team and date Taylor Swift to see how well it grows this podcast. There you go. Uh, Thanks, Daniel. Somebody's got to do it. it. You don't want that. You don't want That's a lot of work. Well, not only that. That's like starting 10 podcasts. That's what that would be. I can't imagine because, look, there's NFL tight end fame, you know, where you're, I'm sure that guy doesn't pay for any meal in Kansas City, right? 
but to go to the point where you can't go anywhere because you've got paparazzi following you and every interview is scoured over for every inch of everywhere. Like that's a whole different. Listen, Travis is built for this. This is why this may actually work. He's got a giant personality anyway. Yeah. And was doing some of these things. You know, they did his own version of The Bachelor in Kansas City a couple of years ago. Oh, which nobody's ever heard of this. Right. He was The Bachelor and they did. And it was a kind of a local thing. Right. Um, he's built for this. Like he, he's got the ego, he's got the stamina. He kind of knows how to handle things. He knows how to handle people. He knows how to handle this stuff. So there's anybody who can make this work with, there's a handful. Yeah. I, I I think it's probably Travis Kelsey. He's, he's pretty good guy. I'm rooting for the kids. Hope they make it right. Well, they're, you know, they're the early thirties. They're millennials. They're figuring these things out. (laughs) And they're, they're on the, what I call the wedding go round. Right. Where you've been dating enough people and all of a sudden you go, oh, look, I'm 35. I should probably settle down. And you look at who you're standing next to and go, hey, let's get married. Um, You know, John makes a good point in chat. He does says Jason Kelsey's an icon in Philadelphia. He certainly is. And the Kelsey brothers are uh, introducing a lot of people People to podcasting. podcasting. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing because there are, you know, we know that the the youngins like to listen on Spotify. But. We're we're not sure if they're more into TikTok than they are podcasting. The the younger audience. That's something we're still trying to kind of figure out. Yeah, there's a fun there's a funny story from that podcast where Jason is complaining. He had to go to this party and he was still in his football pants. And they're like, "Dude, why didn't you? You know, where's your pants?" And he's like, "Well, my my wife didn't bring my pants to this thing after practice, and the pant, I, nobody nobody did this, and I couldn't get that done. And Kel, Jason goes, why didn't Jason bring pants for Jason after practice? Right. And it's just it was just so hilarious because they call each other out on that podcast all the time. It's good chemistry. You know, it is good. Uh, it, it's good. I, I like it from the sense of, you know, you got two brothers, good chemistry, good stuff. Those things can really work well. And I think in podcasting, we don't – you know, I've I've had my kids on from time to time, and they my audience loves when I have Sammy on yeah. my podcast. They just like bring her on as much as you can. So sometimes that stuff works too to to get family members, and sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes yeah. it does. Yeah, um, Z Man has a question for us. He says, "How long should you wait before you start a giveaway, or is there a certain amount of lister subscribers should you have before you give it a go?" That's a it seems like an easy question, but it's like, because on one hand, like, is 20 not enough? It, it really does depend, I think, on... I think it depends. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, with this audience, right, we've got, you know, I don't know how many viewers we have at the... Oh, let me answer that. Here's this question. If I, I clicked a viewer button, I don't know if that put viewers to you, maybe, Jim. Did you see anything new come up? Mm-hmm. It's always no. fun. All right. Well, um, oh, we have... I don't know. I have no idea how many people are watching right now. Which is weird. That usually shows up somewhere, but it's not right now. But anyway, um, I think it's going to be one of the things you you throw it out there, and you know, I did a thing. I start small. Yeah, start small. Maybe I got a a, a sponsor, um, for my Akron podcast. It was a uh, Jamaican restaurant, and they gave me some gift cards. They're like, "Hey, you want to give these away?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it'd be cool." Um, I took one, of course. So I'm like, I got paid, got me some Jamaican, some sort of pineapple thing was 
Scrum. Well, you got to taste it. You, right. you got to know I gotta talk how about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. So 27, we have people watching right now. So if I did a giveaway right now, giveaways live are easy because there's even a tool for YouTube where you can do something. You, of course, you got to use the wheel of names, um, but you'd have to set that up ahead of time. But I know there's a thing on YouTube or maybe it was StreamYard where you could. Uh, I know we did a giveaway once there. But anyway, that that audience is maybe 30 downloads an episode. And I said, hey, first person to email me at, you know, akronpodcast at gmail.com gets the, you know, thing. And it was nothing. And that was on for about two months. Yeah. Eerie, yeah. Eerie Jamaican chicken or J- Jamaican kitchen. Yeah, it was uh, it was good stuff. I ended up I, I told the guy, I'm like, hey, like, do you want these back? I can't seem to give them away. Um, and he's like, no, nah, just use them yourself. So I did. So, but he got free publicity out of it, but that was one, it was, that is a, um, that's one of those, like looking at how far people view your podcast. It is a bit of the, of a kick to the taint. Uh, you're just like, ouch. When you're like, Hey, here's something for free. All you got to do is email me and like, you know, 20 bucks of free Jamaican food. And they just had no interest in now either a, they're not that engaged or B they're all did the same thing I did. I don't know. I've never had Jamaican food. You know, if it had been McDonald's or a steakhouse or, you know, whatever, Dunkin' Donuts, something, maybe that was the thing. But it was odd that I couldn't give them away. So what are you going to do? Here's uh, uh, another. Well, but to to hold on, to answer that question, what's the right number? Yeah. Uh, It's it's probably more than 30. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, you're probably, you probably need to be in the hundreds to get, because you just got to get, there's folks who just aren't going to engage and you got to get kind of beyond that, that group and get some, get some real engagement in it. And that is a little surprising because it's an easy, if you live, if you live in Akron, I mean, although Kim says she loves that place. She didn't get one. She didn't. So Kim, why didn't you (laughs) ask Dave? She wasn't listening to the Akron podcast. Uh, well, so. they're okay. There you go. So maybe your listeners weren't, maybe you didn't have the right, like in this case, maybe you were giving away something to an audience that it wasn't regionally available to, to use it. Right. Maybe I could go in. Those. Yeah. I need to go in and look and see, cause obviously most of that should be coming from the, you know, should be coming from the U S <laughs> and more importantly, probably Ohio. I do have some people that listen that they're not in Ohio, but they used to be in Akron. Mm-hmm. Like they used it to keep mm-hmm. up. And it's a weird show that, A, I don't talk sports. Um, I talk a little politics, but just reporting on how, like, our our local government just voted to have less input from the people. And I thought that, oh. I, f- I found that funny. They're like, hey, you know how we used to let you come to council meetings and voice your concerns? Yeah, you can only do that once a month, and we're limiting it to 10 people. They had some things that made sense. People are holding up signs about Palestine. And I'm like, what? I mean, oh, it, yeah. war is bad yeah. in general. Uh, but what does that have to do with Akron, Ohio? So I report on the the silly stuff, and there's a lot of really cool things that happen in the area. And um, it, I basically have how I do that uh, is I use noreader.com. It's a RSS reader, which also reads Facebook stuff. So I I look for every Akron kind of Facebook page. I read. We have one paper left, uh, and they have an RSS feed. So I do that, and I basically just find stories. Uh, throw them into chat GPT to rewrite it and then do a quick summary. And in the middle, you know, ask for a little value for value, which I've had zero of again, when you have 
you know, 25 listeners don't expect a lot of people to be chipping in, you know, there's no super cash over there. So, uh, yeah, so it is, um, Chris says, uh, Amazon gift cards work great for giveaways, not for this person at least. Um, but uh, they've worked for me, you know, now I don't know. See, that's the thing. If you go, Hey, if you, you know, fill out this survey, you get a $20 gift certificate. 50 would probably make more sense today. Um, you know, if you hadn't offered that, would you, like you said, if your audience is engaged, they're engaged. So it's one of those things where maybe it'd be interesting to do it for a month. And for the first two weeks, ask people to, you know, fill out the survey and the last two weeks say, Hey, we've, we've added something to the survey. Now you get a $50 gift card just to see if there was a difference in that. That would be a fun little mm-hmm. experiment to do because mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. people were doing it because they truly cared about the podcast. So, yeah, Amazon is a little more wide. I mean, that that Amazon gift card, easy to fulfill, easy to deliver, easy to use. Almost a lot of people, even globally, have access to an Amazon store. Yeah. I don't know how that works internationally with payments, if you can do that. But yeah, now, Chris, it's good. You make a good point there. Amazon may be one of those that, um, you know, that bridges it a little bit, makes it a little bit easier than than a local food place, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, Coach Dave says um, they're talking about, you know, what happens when you have a small audience. It's kind of a bummer. Again, it can be a little bit of an ego, um, you know, a little bit of, of uh, you get kind of bummed when you look at the numbers. You're like, really? 30 people. Uh, but he says no show is a waste of time if one person, including you and I, get something out of it. And so there are a lot of episodes of Building a Better Dave. The, the person that gets the most out of it is me. Um, and I just did an interview uh, with Leslie Thompson, who did a podcast for five years, and she wrote this article that just pulled at every heartstring I had that basically said, I'm a failure, I'm nothing because my show failed and it never got any kind of real traction. And then she she wrote this article that said, actually dawned on me, I, I yes, the podcast wasn't doing this, but I had these these new skills. And now she's actually helping other people produce their podcast. And so there's more ways again to benefit besides, you know, downloads. And so that was, uh, and speaking of feedback, I had three people email me that said that interview was awesome. I needed to hear that. And that's why I did it. Cause I, I know people, you know, there are a lot of pot. I mean, I have whatever over 30 shows that I've tried and some of them were quickly dead and others, you know, are, are limping along and, you just like, uh, I don't want it. I don't want it to die. And you're like, well, maybe it's time to move on. You never know. So, um, uh, Kim says I had a blog post scooped up and, uh, run through chat GPT where it changed words and then published on another platform. It was bad. So yay for somebody plagiarizing your stuff in kind of a way. See, I actually, what I usually do is I will grab, first of all, almost all newspaper articles, are a very thinly veiled ad. It's always like, you know, um, Garfield High School got a $1,000 grant from the Illuminating Company. They've been in business since blah, blah. And now there's a whole bunch about that, the people that donated the money. And then there's a little bit about how the kids can get the money and blah, blah, blah. And so I just take out all the ads and um, I'm just looking for the who, what, why went in there. And for more information, click here kind of thing. So it's quick and painless, but uh, yeah, local podcasts are, are different. And I just, for me, if I talked about sports, you know, 
that dates it, which everything is, that's the thing. The whole show, nobody wants to hear last week's news that, you know, hey, this is at the local theater. So, and I'm just not a sports guy. I've just, mm-hmm. uh, over the years, I've, I've gotten kind of grumpy about sports because it just dawned on me that it's billionaires hiring millionaires to play a game while other millionaires comment on the game and, you know, the radio waves are filled with people screaming about their team and none of the comments will ever affect the game. So congratulations. It's not like, you know, coach is going, wait, you know, Chris and Shabokin wants me to run more. Well, that's it. We're changing the run. That's it. We're new game plan for this week. We got to make Chris and Shabokin happy. So, but it is entertaining. <laughs> I still watch it, but I just, there are times yeah. when I'm like, when I, mm-hmm. when I hear people on Monday that their whole week is ruined because my team lost, I'm like, you're identifying with the team a little, a little too much, but you know, mm-hmm. to each his own. We all have our own forms of uh, mm-hmm. therapy. Here's another uh, a fun question. This one I, I I'm asking as I well here let me just read it and then we'll we'll go from there. If I can, this is weird with eCam. All these little windows get in my way of reading stuff. Uh, I wrote here a few months ago. This was in a I believe a Reddit ad or no this was in a Facebook ad or ad group. Not that it really matters for help to launch my podcast. Unfortunately, that went down a rabbit hole of technical problems that, despite my determination, resulted me shelving the whole endeavor. So now I'm circling back around to try again. I want to paint a picture of what kind of help I'm looking for. I'm a relationship coach with 576,000 followers on TikTok and over 82,000 followers on Instagram. uh, And I do a talking head educational videos every day. I have over 1,095 videos in the archive. So creating content, not an issue. My monthly calendar is booked. That's something that caught my eye. And because I'm salvaging marriages all day long, I have very little bandwidth to deal with setting up a technical part of getting an actual podcast going. When I reach out before, there were some pretty good people here that offered some help. And maybe it's just me. I find in some of the proposals I entertained just way too complex which makes me scratch my head a little. So he says, so the help I need is someone who can recognize the essentials already that, wait, hold on, who can recognize that essentially already podcasting without the actual platform to be an official podcast. Not sure I understand that that sentence, but um, who can recognize that essentially already podcasting without the actual platform to be an official, I'm not sure what, he has official in quotation marks. I see all these ads on Facebook. They make it sound very easy to get up and running. That's because it is with different applications. Spotify is one. There are others. They're very tempting. Someone tells me I need someone who has a real knowledge of how to package my brand and get up and running with only what I need and not what I don't need. I did a podcast on my own and it's still on Apple and on Spotify, but I want to do both video and audio. Why? Uh, I've been helping couples for over 40 years. I have a very engaged audience. I have 21,000 people on my email list. I have 8,000 people in my Facebook group. So he's popular, kind of. To be honest, I'm not leveraging that anywhere near what I could. People ask me, do I have a podcast? I should, but I don't. So my question as I read through this is, I always say, you know, when when the the need to serve your audience is greater than your fear of looking stupid. You press record, but here's a couple of things that jumped out at me. My monthly calendar is booked. Um, he spends all day helping people. 
And so my question is, maybe the reason this guy hasn't done this, he's got no time to do it. He's super successful on TikTok and all the other places. I'm like, why are you starting a podcast? Because everybody says you should have one. I don't know. I just, I, to me, I kind of saw this as. Yeah, I do. I do hear people asking for one. Yeah. And I think there's a fear of missing out in yeah. this of like, hey, maybe I should. Here's all these stats. <clears throat> A little bit of an ego play, yeah. And, you know, sometimes when we, we ask these questions, I'm pretty humble, but let me just tell you, I got 500,000 followers on TikTok. Um, you, listen, if you're that busy and you're you don't have any time for this, but you want to do it, you just got to pay it. If, I mean, if you're being successful, if you're this successful and you have all these followers and all these people, you should be making enough money at right. this point to be able to sit, to pay someone. Cause if you, if you don't have the time, you're going to have to pay somebody to do it. So you, and maybe that's what they're asking here is someone come in and I'm, listen, I'm sure someone came in and pitched the podcast, like yeah. the whole, like the whole Monty, the full Monty on this kind of thing and said, they were just like, Oh, I don't know. It's, it is expensive. It is time consuming. If you're not doing it yourself and you're paying someone else to do it, it can be expensive. And, and, I just get, you know, it, with a, that big of an influencer, okay, you said all these stats, not one of them, and nobody posts this stuff, but not one of them says, I have an annual, this is bringing in an yeah. annual amount of, okay, you know, it, you, you gotta, I mean, it's great to have all this, these numbers, followers, connections, videos, but I've got, I mean, we've done 500, almost 600 episodes of Home Gadget Geeks. They get very little engagement on YouTube. It's great that I got 500 of them, but they get two or 300 views. They're not worth anything. Those things aren't bringing me in anything. Uh, you know, I'd love for somebody to just honestly say, I'm making $150,000 a year off of all of this, all these, all, all of this. I'm, you know, um, because you're going to, you, you need to pay to have it done at that point. If you go to YouTube and type in like I made amount like x amount of money from youtube there's a bunch of people that pull back the thing and that's where you find out where youtube the ads you're not making hardly anything on ads um you know but then you'll see people like oh i made you know sixty thousand my first year <laughs> it's like yeah it's not from ads it's because they're selling a course or you know yeah. they're using youtube yeah. the same way most people use podcasts so the other thing was i just thought when he said it's he has uh, ideas that may be too technical or may too, you know, advanced. Because I'm like, you got content. Strip the audio out of those TikToks and put them out as a podcast. I was like, unless you're doing a woodworking thing on TikTok that I got to watch. Like, you got the content. Just just put it out. I was just, you know, that I just saw that whole thing. And I was like, so I, I think it's someone who is, and we see this from, they're overthinking it. You know, oh, you should have a podcast. And he's like, well, it's got to have this and that. Plus, he's he said, I have to do audio and video. And I'm like, here we go again. You don't have to do video. If you got the time and budget, I'm not anti-video. Obviously, I'm on video right now. But if you got the time and the budget, sure. If you don't, don't sync your whole podcast because you can't do the video part. That's the part I, that... That's my main beef with that. People like, well, I can't. Well, well, I don't have time to do the video. Well, then don't do video. Start off with audio and see how that goes and then kind of go from there. And uh, but I just 
I, I, a, I smell someone who's overthinking it. And then, cause with video, then we spend three months coming up with the background. I had somebody say, ask kind of like, do you think I would get more viewers with a better background? And I was like, unless it's hard on the eyes, no, it's not the background of the, the, you know, your video that gets people to watch. Um, I don't care what kind of box, um, you know, this, I got my little, you know, uh, in-ear things. This came in a little box. Could care less that it's white with black lettering on the front. What I'm going to care about is when I open these and plug them in, does it, uh, does, do they sound good? Are they comfortable? I could care. The, The rest is just packaging. Now I will say, I saw a friend of mine who used to have kind of a, just a plain back wall behind them. And her microphone was always a little boomy. And I saw a video of her the other day. She had the traditional, like, this is the thing now. You have to have those super clear lights that you can see the elements in. You know, one, hanging down in the background on the on the thing. And she had, it was just, you know, she got some decent lighting. And I was like, you know what? That looks better. But it's not like I wasn't watching her stuff before when she had the, it's it's the content. It's not the the packaging. I don't know. You're, what do you think about that, Jim? I mean, you've got your yeah, background. No, you've got your cool fire going. Are we going to get more downloads this week because, you know, or more views this week? Cause you got the, the cool Christmas fire going in the, in the background. I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed. Nobody in the chat room even said anything about it. I'm a failure, Dave. <laughs> I'm a failure. It's not, no, I, it, th- listen, there is some quality component to a set and I, and do people listen or stay because of the set? Maybe. It's it, it it's possible. I mean, I think about I go watch a bunch of DIYers, and you know, but five years ago, six years ago, if the audio was questionable, uh, okay, I was putting up with it. But because there's so many different ways now to put that audio right, you know, with the with the Rode wireless oh, yeah. mic and some of those kinds of things, and the audio has gotten so much better. Yeah, if I I just came across a video this morning that was a little sketchy, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to this if I have to put up with this kind of. So, yeah, sometimes those small details can matter. Yeah, but you that's know, audio. Can, can, I, I think most people would true. would tune that's away true. from audio because I remember once uh, somebody interviewed me. It was a video thing, and when I actually saw the video, I don't know what the deal was, but it was like the world's biggest cave. And I was like, yeah, I'm not sending like, you know, I, I listened to a show. It's like the media Roundtable or something like that. It's a show about podcast advertising and three people sounded great. One person had, I don't know what for a microphone. And I just thought, wait a minute, the, the goal of the show is to promote your brand. And that one person didn't do their homework assignment of go buying a Samson Q2U mm-hmm. And to me, I was, now that might be me listening through the years of a podcaster that like, hey, you know, somebody needs to tell, you know, George to go get a microphone or whatever. But I was like, but it was, it was something where, um, you know, one of the things Metallica once talked about is why some of their shows or their songs are super fast and some of them are super slow. They're like, well, if everything sounds super fast, it doesn't sound super fast. It just sounds like Metallica. But if you play something slow, and then like it's the the difference between the two helps accent that wow this is slower oh wow now it's really fast and that whole nine yards yeah. so when uh, before the pandemic in this spot here in the studio yeah. i used to have skis if you remember yeah, there yeah. were skis 
that were lined up here. And um, uh, as we came home and I was podcasting more, I had somebody at work call me and we were chatting one day and he was like, lose the skis. <laughs> and, uh, you know, listen, much more to the conversation than that. <laughs> and so I took, I moved the skis. They're now hanging up in my shed and, um, and put up a black uh, a drop just to kind of cover that area. And, um, uh, yeah, I made that and I, that was based on one person and that was an important person, yeah. <laughs> but so, um, uh, so yeah, sometimes the, the little, the little changes can make a difference. I go back on my videos, man. I have changed the backdrop on my studio a, a dozen times, you know, little things like this and move stuff around. I had a guest give me a you know, guest give me this home gadget geeks thing that I put in the back. And so I'm constantly moving stuff around just to kind of mix it up a little bit. I, I don't find that much. I think people like the, my listeners like my home studio versus the, the work studio for whatever reason. They're like, yeah, it feels more comfortable when you're at home, like doing this. So yeah. I get that kind of feedback from my work listeners. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, I think you got it's what you what you are comfortable with, and then combine that with what you think the audience is comfortable with, and then you kind of move forward. That's it. Um, yeah, somebody says here it's the dynamics of the speakers. Yep, that definitely comes into play with with keeping them there. Um, <laughs> Z Man says you need to move the file closer. You must be Z Man's a little cold, apparently. Uh, so that's it <laughs> exactly. Um, here's another quick question. And then we'll thank our awesome supporters. Um, I run a podcast that is completely for fun. Well, that's beautiful. Makes it easy to be successful at that. And would like to have regular monthly episodes. Due to being a father of three, under three, that's a handful. Oh. Yeah, that just makes me tired thinking about it. And working full time with a two-hour commute. Holy cow. I really have to plan for podcast time recording with my wife, childcare, etc. After frustration, so he's talking about a co-host. After frustration with him canceling on me at the last minute multiple times, we finally decided we would plan to record. We wouldn't plan to record or we wouldn't record until after he was prepared. My hope was that he would still eventually be ready at least once a month and I would work to fit the recording to his schedule. But he's always pushing it back. And if we get an episode in once every two to three months, that's about all I'm going to get. It's not uh, scratching the itch for me on this fun adventure, but I know he'd be really upset if I fired him. I don't know about that. Uh, seeing as how this is not a career for either of us, and he's my friend first, should I, one, take what I can get, B, find a new co-host, or th uh, C, uh, or three, whatever, I can't remember if I'm doing numbers or letters, uh, start, a sep <laughs> start a separate podcast on my own, that goes at the pace I would like to and make this more my backup. The problem is with three, in other words, start a new podcast. Uh, I would, if that's it, then I did most of the work to get to where I am. It's in terms of social media and listeners. So the problem is with three that I did most of the work to get to where I am. In other words, he's kind of saying, Hey, I kind of built this first show. And now I got to start over from square one. I get his point there. So it's one of those classic gym, uh, you know, we always talk about knowing your co-host and having the same. This is one of them. Um, as much as you need somebody who is different than you, because otherwise you have a show of, hey, Jim, what did you think of it? I liked it. And Jim goes, me too. 
And then, you know, you, you need somebody who's not going to say me too all the time. You need somebody who, who kind of knows what the goal is. But the other one is dedication. And this guy doesn't seem very dedicated because they're like, I oh, we're just doing it for fun. And I get it. Like, you know, when things are fun, you want to do them more. But I, I would A, just because the problem is the guy is canceling. That's, that's, you know, depending again on what the reason is. You know, there are times, you know, there are legit things, but it's like, I don't know, I just don't feel like it. I got a, I got a running, I don't know, who knows, but it's, it's tricky. So what, what, you know, does he get a new guy? I don't know. What do you think, Jim? (sighs) Co-hosts are so hard. Yeah. Like when you find one that works, it's a miracle. I don't, I don't, I think it's, it's, it's more of an exception than it is a rule And uh, you know, and I've had them and lost them in in my own show somehow you and i have done this together for a thousand years and we just keep showing up on saturday mornings and it works we've made it be a part of our schedule we both like hanging out with each other um well i think that's kind of the key in this and i think some of the key to the success in some regards he 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 kind of alludes to this in the question is how are you defining success and what's the financial gain for both people in this uh, in the, and do we have the motivations lined up? I think oftentimes he, he's saying, you know what? I've put most of the work into this and most of this is mine. I bet the other guest host is canceling because he doesn't feel that same commitment. You know, he doesn't feel that same right. set of rewards. Oops, sorry. I gave you the thumbs up. The, uh, the um, doesn't have the same reward, you know, uh, benefit to reward ratio that the, the, the other host has. You, you Listen, you and I have made it really, really clear. I'm not in this for anything. I'm in it to hang out with you. So as long as I get to hang out with you on Saturday mornings, I'm content. All the money goes to you. Everything we get. I don't, you've tried to send me things in the past and I'm like, I don't want it. Just keep it. It's fine. <laughs> um, that works for me. But if your guest host is having a hard time showing up, you're probably not paying them enough. Just to be honest, yeah. there has to be some kind of payback in this, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Something. There has to be, you have to know your why, you know? And so, cause if you're not getting your why you're going to quit. And so, yeah, whatever this guy's getting out of it, it's not enough to make him show up. And no, it's not. <laughs> Obviously, it, it when other things like, oh yeah, um, I got to air up my tires. I can't make the podcast. Then you're like, oh, okay. When you start getting those kinds of excuses, yeah. it what it really means, I think, in most cases, is you're not. They're not getting enough benefit out of it. And how would you do it in a way to get more benefit? And then sometimes, yeah. if you just have that honest conversation, like, look. We we did one episode in the last three months. I'd like yeah. to do more. How like there's no wrong answer. I just need to know up front how many can you do. I'd like to do one a month. Can we do one every other? Like just have an honest conversation because that way you're setting expectations and then say great. Like Daniel and I, when we do the future of podcasting, we started it weekly, and I said, you know. I can't do weekly. Is this okay? And we're like, yeah. I'm like, can we do every other week? It's not the perfect schedule, but that's what I can fit into mine now. And we're like, yeah. And so then we picked a day, which was Wednesday night. And we're like, okay, starting on this day, it'll be every other week. And then you just put it on your calendar. So you don't forget about it. You don't double book yourself and you show up at eight 30 and you're, you're good to go. And we pound it out and you know, so. Dave, would, would that be different? 
Okay, so you can't do, you said, I can't do every week. Yeah. What I could do every other week. If I said, I'll pay you $100 in Amazon credit if you show up every week, does that change your, does that all of a sudden you're like, oh. It might. Or yeah. what's, the, what's the price? Like, what what is the price? Sorry, Daniel. Yeah. What is the price <laughs> that you would go every week for? Because it does change things, yeah. right? I mean, if, if you're, now, Daniel may say, look, it, the podcast's not worth that much money. I, I don't have right. that kind of money to give you. It's not, there's no value there, you know? Um, but, and, you know, I know, I know you don't make a ton off this. We make some off of this podcast. Yeah. If you were making six figures off this podcast, oh. my, I might say to you, well, yeah, it's time for you to share day. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You know? Yeah. It's, so. it's, um, that is a good point. Yeah. If, if, um, because it really I mean, it's, boils it's down to me, thing, it's right? it's time. It's yeah, you know, and yeah, it's it, value. It, it's your value. It's yeah. valuing your time for that. Yeah. And if I said, I'll give you five hundred bucks a week to show up and do this podcast, I bet you'd show up. Yeah, I'm not you sure have any context. I'm not sure what episode <laughs> this is. It's probably four sixty ish, something like that. And every now and then I'll be like, you know, sleeping in. Like I, I took a day off from work and actually got to sleep in. I was like, oh, I remember when I used to do this on the weekends. And I, you kind of go, hmm, are we going to tap out at 500? I'm like, mm, maybe not, probably not. But it's just one of those things where every now and then I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm having fun. You know, and it's for me. It's, well, you, you, yeah, you've got to make that decision, right? Yeah. When you get to this, is this, I, I've said it, but to you, you're doing, to be 100% transparent and fair, yeah. you do hundred and five percent of all the work for this podcast because <laughs> like it, it, you, you do it all and so that's why I give you all the rewards for it because I know I'm not doing any editing I'm not doing any posting I'm not doing any hosting so we have that right now we yeah. have that reward situation figured out if you at some point go Jim you know and it's not worth it to me anymore okay so what are my choices then I have to kind of say well if I want to keep doing this podcast with you I probably need to take on some of the things that he's doing to give him what your time back. Cause you just said that that's the most important thing to you is yeah. your time in this, right? Either we do it. So, uh, Ooh, Saturday night, Saturday night live podcasting with Dave and Jim. If we, I could do Saturday night, if we, Saturday if we moved it to the evening, <laughs> just so I can have fun on Saturdays. That was that's an idea. We'll, we'll toss that around. Well, the other thing would the other thing would be um, I sounded like Jay Leno there for a second. <laughs> um, the the other thing would be maybe we go every other week or we go three one three on one. I mean, I, I listen. We're not negotiating this right now, right? Or maybe we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, but there are alternatives. You and I. The point is, you and I need to sit down and make sure we have the reward mechanisms. And the yeah. reward values in the right place for both of us in order for this uh, to work. When Mike Weger, who had been my longtime co-host on Home Gadget Geeks for, I don't know, six years maybe, he kind of came to me and said, hey, uh, same thing. Uh, my kids, I, and I told him this day would come. My kids, I'm busy, yeah. lots of things. And he said, just bow out when it's time. Now, could I have made the decision could, to, to value his time and say, okay, Mike, I tell you what. I'll pay you $100 a week to be a part of this because it's still really valuable for me to have you there. I could have. I didn't because it's not worth $400 a month to me to pay him to do it. I mean, there's a there's a value proposition there that 
podcast doesn't make $400 a month. So I couldn't have said that. Would he have done it for 100 bucks a week? Probably. And I could have kept him around, but the the it, that's more than the podcast was maybe, making uh, right. was worth right in a, on a monthly standpoint. Yeah, I think we think this is all magical. Right. This all lives in some realm of magic, and it, it's not. It's just at the end of the day, it comes down to dollars and cents and and priorities. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. The Z Man says I considered a co-host, but the co-host situation and his kids threw me off. Yep, again, and that's. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just some people have more time. You know, kids are a priority. I mean, you know, I, I would hate to. I saw a no, thing on Facebook. Not, not my kids, but everybody else's kids right. are a priority. He canceled on two test runs, and that that told me. Yep. Uh, but I saw somebody that said, um, "No one will remember that you worked late twenty years from now, except your kids." And I went, "Oh, that's got a bit of truth to it." Um, Sean said, I would have an honest conversation with the friend and see if that friend would be fine with being a once a month co-host. Yeah. Yep. Then, then go solo the other weeks. Yeah, that's, that's an idea. I think that's really the bottom line. Cause what you don't want to do, especially if this is a friend of yours and let it fester. And then you mm-hmm. end up going, that's it. You're gone. You're fired. You know, um, that's not going to work. Um, the Z man says, that's all I needed. And I'm going to go solo and start next, start the new year. No, start now start now uh or when you're ready. yeah or when you're ready because next week december 22nd is when apple goes on vacation so you're not going to be able to submit your show till uh february you don't think that's 100 percent automated at this point i th- no. think really yeah because there's still you think, I still think there's a huge there's humans approving those things yeah because they're huh. they're they're yeah. yeah there are people that make podcasts that are What's the word? Not extremely not work safe or kid safe. Yeah. And like, mm, yeah. they might go, I don't know that we want the naked Nazi goat sex <laughs> group, you know, like, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. John Domingo says, I have a, fami- uh, a similar issue with a co host. I have to have that uncomfortable conversation with him for 2024. We just kind of had the uncomfortable conversation here. Uh, he's a friend, but I can't deal with the issues. Yeah. I've tried and I'm done. Yep, that's it. See, that's exactly it. If you don't have that conversation, and then you end up losing a friend over a podcast, and that's that's friends are much more important than uh, your podcast. And and when it comes to friends, it doesn't get any better than the friends on, of course. Why is that on the screen? It's supposed to go directly to the wheel of friends. I guess it's just sharing my screen. Let me get that off the screen. There we go. It's the wheel of supporters. You can be an awesome supporter. Speaking of uh, supporting the show and let's make it six figures. So Jim finally says, all right, Dave, I want a piece of the pie. Um, So what you're looking at are all the people that have been nice enough to support this show at the $20 a month level. By the way, next next week, I'm going to be listing uh, all of our supporters because we have people that are doing 10 and five and one and things like that. So I do want to say thanks to all those people because Let's see, next week is the 23rd, so we'll still be here. The week after that will be the 30th. Maybe we'll do it on the 30th, because that's not New Year's Eve, so that'll work. But uh, first of all, I'm going to shuffle, just so uh, we don't have any uh, shenanigans with the spin, but I will now click to spin, and round and round and round it goes on the wheel of names. And our awesome supporter this week is the one and only Glenn Hebert from the Horse Radio Network. Yeah, so congratulations to Glenn. If you like horsies, 
uh, and I I can tolerate horsies now, thanks to Glenn, uh, then go over and um, check out the Horse Radio Network dot com and he's just one of our awesome supporters you can be an awesome supporter by going to ask the podcast coach.com slash awesome and there are other things to support over there uh if you're like ah, i don't want to do the monthly thing there are other options over there and also the show is brought to you by the school of podcasting.com uh if you uh are looking to start a podcast like the z-man i believe the z-man is a member of the school of podcasting if i remember right and uh You've got me, unlimited one-on-one coaching. You've got step-by-step tutorials. I just updated Hindenburg. When we get done, I'll tell you about a new feature I learned in Hindenburg that's pretty cool. And uh, you've got our awesome supporting uh, group there. Somebody the other day was asking about a name, and I'm like, well, I can give you my opinion, but don't forget to throw that out to the group as well. If uh, Ask the Podcast Coach runs on PodPage, if you want to check it out, you can go to trypodpage.com. That's my affiliate link, but uh, I only have one website now on WordPress. The rest are all using PodPage. And uh, right now, you're looking at us using Ecamm. If you want to check out Ecamm, go to supportthisshow.com slash Ecamm or check the show notes. And if you need more Jim Collison, and who doesn't, uh, go over to theaverageguy.tv and check out Home Gadget Geeks. And uh, we just did this, The Awesome Supporter. If you'd like to be an awesome supporter, again, you can go to either askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome or askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. But yeah, here's a fun thing. I was playing with Hindenburg. Uh, oh, look at I, that. I have, by the way, look at this. I have a mug. Back when, uh, well, sorry, we'll, we'll transition here in a second. Back uh, before Dan and he sent this awesome mug to me to, uh, on sponsorship, I said, hey, if you want to send me your mug, I'll drink coffee out of it. And the very first one I got was Glenn from Glenn. So Glenn, thanks for being a great supporter of the show. I know if I go in, he was one of our early supporters because you could go in. In my case, I'm using Patreon. If I was doing this today, I'd use Supercast. Um, It's just easier to get people to to consume your content on Supercast. But uh, if you go into Patreon, you can list who's like giving you the most and and glenn is our oldest longest most supportest uh person so we do appreciate that um i have a question i know dan's in the chat room where did that mug where what did you use to make that mug i'm right now i'm doing this one yeah because it's pretty that's pretty uh you know that's pretty cool yeah you know it's super durable too i have i have used this both here on the show and then it keeps drinks cold, and so I'll you know pour a, a, a an adult beverage in there as well. I've been known from time to time. Well, we did an afternoon show one time, and I had a Guinness out of the nice. out of the mug. So yeah, super good, reason, super good. I don't know, well, Dan, you, throw that in chat. Where'd you get this from? Because here's the thing: I often drink from this mug, which is a lovely silver. You know, uh, it's from Bubba, whoever Bubba is. Thank you for this. But I was like, I should have a school of podcasting mug to drink out so when i'm doing this it's all branding all the time you know what's and i thought well i need to ask where dan got that mug because it looks pretty cool i'm also investigating man there's so many different there are a there are people making a living now selling t-shirts and stuff but it's one of those things where man it is it's like a um you you start to 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 like you're you're slowly sniffing around you know, uh, all these different built-in things. And then all of a sudden it just goes, like the rabbit hole is deep and it is wide because there are companies, like this one's called Printful, and they have a network of companies that make stuff. 
and you can go in and check prices on t-shirts from all these companies and then choose, and it's just, and then you hook it up to your Etsy store or your Shopify. And I was like, and those are much cheaper and much more profitable, but then you have to pay for Shopify. It's a whole, the whole merch thing is a, when do you, I I love this. I forget who I was watching. was a YouTuber. And he said, people ask me when, you know, to start selling merch. He goes, when somebody goes, Hey, how can I get a t-shirt? He goes, that's when I started. He's like, because otherwise you, it takes a lot of time and a lot of things to set it up. And I know I've had T-shirts for a while and, you know, I don't promote them, A. So that's, you know, people don't know they can buy a T-shirt if they if you don't mention it. But it's also, if it's for money making, and that's the other one that uh, there's this other one, there's Printify and then there's Printiful because, you know, everything's going to have the word print in it. But A, they're... Uh, they make their money a on the t-shirt and then they make a lot of money on shipping. So you end up with, you know, the cost of the t-shirt was $13 and your, your listeners paying 30 bucks for a t-shirt with your logo on it. And I was like, they'd have to really talking about an engaged audience. You'd have to really want to, you know, show your love for a show for a $30 basic t-shirt and I was like "Mm, interesting so it's something I've been sniffing around Um, and then Jody makes a great point here yeah Uh, I have speaking of coffee mugs I have a coffee mug from the one and only Jody Kringle um, Mm. that I drank hot chocolate out of a a couple nights ago and so yes uh, if you're a guest on your show expect a coffee mug and uh, it is it's a nice way to to do that I use um, when I can remember I'm horrible at this Um, I have a I want to say it's six dollars it's something really cheap I have a subscription to American Greetings, and if somebody comes on my show, which I'm just realizing, I never did this for Leslie, and she was on my show last week, I will send a, hey, thank you for being on the show. It's just it's just this much more besides an email that says thanks. It, it shows, hey, look, I spent 45 seconds you know, making an e-card for you that plays music and has a butterfly fly out or something. It's just something a little more than, hey, here's the, here's the link in the artwork, thanks. You know, so anything you can do, it makes you set apart. And uh, and and now when I drink hot chocolate, I think of Jody Kringle. So, which is kind of good because Kringle, I keep saying Kringle. It's it's a Christmas thing, Kringle with an A, but it does make me think that maybe in the Christmas spirit, she should, you know, put on a red hat and say she's Santa's cousin. You you, you can get too many coffee mugs though. You can't see them above here. I have a whole oh. bunch of Starbucks coffee mugs there, and then. From time to time, I got to go through and kind of cleanse. Yeah, yeah. For, on that, for right? the record, we could say you. I, I don't know that you could outdo a Jody Krangle coffee mug because a I don't drink coffee, and and b I, I have plenty of of mugs. So you know, yeah, um, it's I have a ton. I was collecting them for a while. Yeah, and then it, my it, whole top shelf like, of my my cupboard is just coffee mugs, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah. it is a kind yeah. gesture. I'm not. Uh, no, it's good. No, it's great. It's great. I kind of use them. I put them on my shelf. They are great reminders sometimes for, for like I, you know, I look at Glenn's uh, mug from time to time and I'm just like, oh, he's such a great guy. Right. And so I leave it on the shelf. It's one of those things that becomes a, a more of a thing for remembering than it becomes for using it for coffee, so to speak, like a piece of a piece of artwork or something. Yeah. Here's a, another fun filled question. Uh, and that is. Somebody brought this up as growing the show. And so I, I read this. It's always funny when my throat is kind of 
scratchy. <clears throat> I do get Peter, the, Peter, Peter Brady, Peter Brady, or saying. I get a I get a little Christopher Walken going on. That <laughs> I'm just like, what is up with my voice? It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful world. <laughs> it's a wonderful world. <laughs> what if your dog didn't have a tail? Um, I'm I, anyway. I'm trying to grow right now. Who isn't? And I could use some input from others who may have gone through something similar. Basically, I know there are a lot of hardware and software options out there, and I want to make the best choices. Uh, has anyone else dealt with a similar situation? How did you handle it? Did you end up any advice or insights would be greatly appreciated? So the reason I picked this question is I found it confusing. Like, why is he looking at hardware to grow the show? And I was like, that that made me kind of go, hmm, because... I, I just was like, I'm not sure hard, unless you're using a Blue Yeti from another room or, I don't know, that $20 mic from guitar player, or you know what I mean? Unless your audio is horrendous, you sound like you're in a cave, your volumes are all over the place. I, I don't really see where hardware is going to fix. I mean, I mentioned earlier that it can ruin your brand with bad audio. But I'm assuming somebody spent $69 on a Samson Q2U and checked it off the list. Okay, hardware done. I don't know. I just, I, I found it odd that when people mm. think I need to grow my show, they're like, well, let's see. And I know somebody asked about the, the Rode Pod mic. I'll, I'll answer that in a second here. Um, and uh, I just, I don't jump to hardware when when I think grow the show. I think content. Man, it Maybe confidence, though. Like, mm. there's something about a cool piece of hardware that, like, you know, you're you're like, this is this is cool, and you feel confident because you've got the right equipment, or you think it's cool, or you, you know, when I first started podcasting, I had that Ma Mackie uh, FX Pro, Pro mm -hmm. FX 12, whatever it is, um, and it sat on my desk, and it had all these knobs and things I could turn and mix and all this other stuff. I felt cool. Like I was like, man, I'm feeling like a podcaster. So, you know, now today that's consolidated down into a Mo2 M2 and, and, and it's got some lights that bounce around and some cool stuff. And you're like, oh, this feels cool. It's kind of one of the reasons I have so many monitors because I, for me, it makes me feel comfortable in that I have access to anything I need to see at any given time. And that's just what I, what I like to do. So I think, does the equipment make you a podcaster? No. Can the equipment make you feel better about being a podcaster? Yeah, maybe. I, I, this is an area I've That's struggled true. with. I've I, I, listen. I'm the average guy, so I've always I've always used an Audio Technica ATR2100 because it's just an average guy mic, and I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be that SMB, you know, guy, or I didn't want to be that RE20 20 guy, whatever. I could have invested in a in a bigger, more fancy mic a long time ago, but that wasn't my brand. The brand was kind of the average guy thing. Could could I do all of this as the average guy? I've kept that mic. If I had a big, if I had a big radio mic on there, would it make me feel better? Yeah, <laughs> it kind of would. Would you know? In the moment, like, yeah, look at this cool mic like that I have. So maybe it's confidence, Dave. I get that. I totally because when I. Uh, often when I go to Podfest, they'll be like, get up there and play something on the guitar. And I'm yeah. playing somebody else's equipment. 
And first of all, there's no monitors, so I have to wait for the guitar to bounce off the back wall to get back to me. Like often, I have no idea what I'm playing. I, like I know I'm in the key of G, and these notes fit the key of G. So I hope hope that sounds good. And so I don't play as well because I don't like the way I sound. So I get doing that, and so yeah. that confidence then may affect your delivery. And when it comes to your content, your your episode, it's two things. It's content and delivery. If you got bad content, I gotta watch how I do those fingers here. Um, <laughs> if, I think I just flipped off the audience. Um, <laughs> if you've got content, but horrible, if you have horrible delivery, then it doesn't matter if I'm telling you how to win. But on the other hand, if I have great content, or no, I just did that one. You know what I'm saying. If you have yeah. uh, horrible, if you have great content, yeah, it's not going to work. So, um, yeah. But Dave, Max, Max Hedberg, Hedberg, is that it? Do I have his name? The comedian from the Oh, Max 80s. Hedberg, yes. He was all delivery, okay. and, but great well, content. Great content, terrible delivery. Like, he would get up there nervous. Yeah, that's true. Would, you know, you know, and he, and 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 that's a good the point. content wasn't that good. You know, you know, it's great a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or whatever he would do, right? I don't know, he but was, yet we go, we go watch his videos, and he's owned his own style. Yeah. I think this is what's key. He embraced it. He did it. He took a chance on it. Listen, if he would have done that today, would it have been popular? maybe maybe not right i mean it's but he, listen he embraced who he was in the moment doing with uh mitch sorry that's what his name was i was thinking of uh, uh the 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 uh the drummer for uh, uh wow conan at one point what was his name Ma max, max didn't it uh, wasn't yeah max something. He, uh, max something anyway yeah so you gotta i think you gotta own he had a style and he owned it he actually grew in it too. If you watch him over time, he gets a little bit more and more. But remember, his hair was coming down over his face, and he had and he sunglasses was, on, and he, he wouldn't even look yeah. at the audience. He's like, I, he was super nervous. I right? love that. Guy. But he owned he owned who he was. Yeah, yeah, because you know why? He was authentic. That's why you loved him yeah. because he got up there and he was authentic. So, I think we want to be careful too. Don't try to be somebody else. Be you. Because you can't be anybody else for that much longer, <laughs> you know. You eventually, it's going to come back to you, uh, and, and embrace embrace your little those little weird things about you that other people think that are weird. They may actually be really good. Yeah, I loved Mick, Mitch Hedberg. Rich Graham says, yeah, "Long live him." Gone too soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Z Man says, "Content plus good audio quality equals engagement." Um, well, again, if you think about it, you can. You can. Yeah. If you have bad content. And you spend four thousand dollars on equipment and a backdrop and all that, you know, you've got I don't know American Idol. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's popular. Yeah, it's it's it, it just depends on the audience, right? It, you can be you can have bad content and bad uh, um, and, and bad um, equipment. Yeah, you may it may appeal to a certain kind of audience who wants to watch this kind of stuff. So. Yeah, bad is is in the eye of the beholders or, or whatever. So Mitch, listen, Mitch was scared out of his uh, scared out of his mind in those early. He was so nervous up there. If you heard interviews before he passed away, he just would say, "I was just so I, I didn't. I the reason I was so slow in the delivery is because I was just super nervous." And that nervousness, we all we all kind of latched onto and said, "Yeah, we'd be." At least secretly inside, we're all wishing we could be like him and have the have the um, courage 
to get up and do something like that when we're super scared. Most of us, we'd pass before we even got there. Somehow, Mitch got past it, got stoned out of his mind, right. but he got, he got up on stage and pulled it off. And for a short period of time, I mean, he had, he had other personal things going on in his life that shortened things up. But for the time he was out there, he was doing it his way. And I, I always, always kind of appreciated that about, about him as he did it regardless. Yeah. You know, it's a, uh, we might have to do a lightning round, but this is a great question. Coach Dave says, what tricks do you have to help guests improve their delivery? Uh, I would remind them that it's not live and that they can, if they stumble over a word, they want to redo it, just say, hold on, can I do that again? We'll pause for 10 seconds and then we'll do it again. I, I think that would be the, for me at least. I think guests are 100% making them feel comfortable. Yeah. When they're comfortable... I think things come together. We don't spend enough time, and I spend an enormous amount of time with my guests to make sure they're comfortable first, content second. Because the content will come if they're comfortable. You just need to get them where where their delivery is bad is if they're angry or they're frustrated or they had a hard time getting connected and then they get there and they're, they're, they're just frustrated and not thinking clearly. That's when you get some really bad content. Yeah. Get your... Get your guest there. Get them comfortable. Get them get them comfortable with you. You got to be nice to them. Yeah. Don't over tech them. Don't over prepare them. For God's sakes. Well, yeah. it depends on your podcast, but yeah, uh, yeah, just get them comfortable. That'd be my tip. Uh, Chris asked this a while ago. Does the pod mic USB sound any better than the regular pod mic? So this is. I would think yes because this has built-in effects to it. So this is the Rode pod mic USB and. And this is the, ooh, much clearer and brighter, but very mid-heavy as I hear this. Here's the thing, kids. You can make any microphone sound like any microphone in post-production. It doesn't, you know, if, eh, I'm going to have to put that to the test. Tough to add bass or tough to add real uh, high end if it wasn't there to begin with. I mean, you can can trick it, but it's better if it's in the waveform to begin with. Yeah. Always record. Um, Yeah. Chris said again, he, he said, look, I feel I can't find time to podcast as harder now than it has. Here's a, here's my homework for anybody that says I don't have time. Take your phone and set a timer for an hour. And when it goes off, go into your notes and write down what you were doing and then reset the timer and keep on going. And then at the end of it, you'll see like, wow, I spent three hours watching Dukes of Hazard reruns. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like so. Daisy Duke, I'm telling you, she's hard to turn down. Um, Stuff to flying, flying cars, stuff like that. That's, 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 yeah. But it, it could be harder. I mean, we're just we're back. There's a lot. All the distractions are back during the pandemic. Yeah, lots of things got cleared off our our plates. Right, you know, there were less options. So that that may be true. That may be true. Yeah, Z Man asked, does Libsyn send podcasts? To Amazon Podcast, yes. You'll see it, Amazon slash Audible. And if your show isn't there, oh, my God, have you not heard of Amazon? It's so much fun when nope. you go to Audible nope. and you search for something in your topic and you go, oh, holy crap, there's my podcast in Audible. Yeah, and for the record, that's not just a lip. I mean, I love Lipson, but, you know, if you're not on Lipson, you can submit it to go to uh, podcasts with an S dot Amazon dot com and you can submit your show there. And then uh, we might talk about this next week. We'll, we'll, we'll tease ourselves because Craig has a great point. Uh, 
December is a great time to think about streamlining podcast workflow to try and save time yes. in the process. Yeah, that's yes. one of the reasons I'm taking this class on Ecamm and Stream Deck is my goal is to be able to do YouTube videos with minimal editing. Now, anytime you do something live to tape, shall we say, for those of us that remember tape, uh, that means more planning up front, but it's also less stressful than going, oh, crap, I messed it up again. So uh, that's the plan, at least for me, in, in 2024. But maybe we'll talk about that uh, next week. So, uh, Jim, I know you're feeling better. That's good. But I'm thinking you're yeah. taking another week off on uh, Home Gadget uh, From work? Yeah, from oh, work and everything. No, no, no. Oh, we were back. no, we were back this week. All right. Yeah, no, I mentioned it was thirteen year our 13-year celebration of Home Gadget Geeks. Nice. So co-host Mike Weger came back and we talked about his home lab. So we didn't spend much time celebrating 13 years. We acknowledged it and then moved on to the content. There you go. And uh, so Mike comes on and talks about building a, his home lab and some really geeky, nerdy stuff. And then I give a health update at the end. But again, thanks to everybody for your thoughts and prayers. I got a lot of good comments last week at the end of the show. And I appreciate you guys. It's good to be back and it's good to be in full form. So now I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good about it. We're back and we're back on track. Good. That is good to hear. Yeah, on the school of podcasting, you may have heard of him. The one and only Daniel J. Lewis is coming on. He released Podgagement um, this week. And so we have him on to go, okay, what's Podgagement? What does it do? And um, you learn very quickly that Daniel likes data. And then, and it's not just data, it's what you can do with data. And there's some really cool things already in Podgagement, but you also hear where that thing's gonna go. And it's, it's, it sounds very, very cool. And if, as all podcasters love stats, it's, it's yeah, this is gonna sell like hotcakes. So uh, that'll be this week on the School of Podcasting. Thanks to everybody in the chat room. I do deeply appreciate it. And you guys were on fire today as I was scrolling back, I'm like, this could have been an easily like a two-hour show. Uh, I'm headed off to go do Christmas. My family goes out of town uh, to Florida, so I'm getting off the horn here. Off the horn? How old am I? Get off the horn, Mildred! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and going to go have Christmas. You're holding the phone like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right, everyone. We will see you next week. We're here uh, through the end of the year, every Saturday. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Like, subscribe, smash the bell, and uh, go hug your kids and family while you're at it. We'll see you.